Welcome to an episode of Katie Talk. Thank you guys for accepting the break. Um, Today's episode is called The Dark Times. Welcome back, guys, to K-Talk. I'm really, really happy to be recording a podcast again. And y'all don't know how much I've missed you guys. I consider my podcast platform almost like a diary that I'm producing, but verbally. And I haven't been very transparent with y'all for the last couple of months about the things that have gone on in my life. And I feel like it's about time to start shedding some of those feelings of shame and guilt. And honestly, this is like a new season of my podcast, but it's also a new season of my life. And if I'm going to continue to podcast and read all these wonderful comments that I get from you guys, I want to be honest and I want to tell you guys the truth because... It's really hard to put out positive stuff when you're in a negative and not good place. So I want to start by explaining what has happened in my life and why we took a little break, but we came back. So first and foremost, I had surgery and during the surgery that I had back in October, I ended up bleeding out. And it's caused me to reposition my life because I was actually dying. I think I did die for a brief moment in time. Um, And this has caused me to really change. Uh, Alongside that, a lot of things have shifted in my life. My relationships, for example, with my family. And making the decision to disown members of my family because, well, I'm just not in alignment. And, you know, we're told that family is everything, blood is thicker than water, blah, 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 all this other stuff. But what an honor it is when you get to choose the people that you call family into your life, right? Whether that's friends or people that you meet along the way, and the way that those people hold your back, have your back and hold you up when you're going through something. They understand that you need space. One of the things when it comes to friendships and myself personally is I don't take it personal when people take time out from a friendship because I think that that's healthy. I have to take care of myself like you have to take care of yourself. And sometimes in life we go through things and we need to be alone, right? Not because we're mean people. It's just that we need personal space. And that's kind of what's happened to me. Um The things that I've wanted for my life have not necessarily been the things that I've wanted for my life. And, you know, not that you have to have a near-death experience to feel that. It could be anything, right? Um, Generally, it is the near-death experience in which makes you live your life over. It's the, oh shit, I almost died moment that, you know, makes you think about how you spend your time, how you've spent your time, who the people you surround yourself with, and is it really worth it? And I'm not saying that to say that, you know, people are not worth it. But when (laughs) your lifeline is about to be cut, if y'all have seen Hercules in that iconic moment when she's cutting his thread, um, what does it really mean in the grand scheme of things, right? If you're surrounded by people who are negative and put you down, is it really worth it? Um, And this will kind of take us to why I've decided to talk about this today. 
I'm an extremely private person. I always have been. I still consider myself extremely private, but there are always aspects of my life which I have spent time covering for because I just feel like, why do I need to share those things, right? But whose life is perfect? I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has vices that we don't tell the world and you know, secrets and things like that. But I feel like for me, it's kind of definitely been a moment in my life where I have really been reflecting on the person that I am, the person that I want to be, the things that I want to do and reevaluating everything. And this includes people. Now, y'all have known for a while, if you've been listening to the podcast, that I have never been afraid of reflection. I think in everything you need to reflect, the job, the husband, the house, um, the kid, you can't really reflect, but in every aspect of your life, you have the ability to reflect because at the end of the day, only you can change your life. Nobody else can do that for you. A marriage is not going to rescue you. You know, there's this great SNL skit with Adam Sandler where, you know, people, he's like the tour guide and he's like, if you're miserable coming down here, you're not going to be any better when you leave. And that's exactly true. When you take a vacation to run away from something, isn't it funny that when you get back home, it's there waiting for you with open arms? Um, And this is how I felt about life in general. Like, I think for a long time, I have been running away from things that maybe I was never really connected to on an unconscious level. Maybe I was. When I studied hypnosis, I think one of the things that caused me to walk away from it was it was too much inflection right inflection is just like it's too much for me I can reflect but to inflect it's doing too much work to my psyche and I just can't do that I know there are parts of myself that even my own self isn't really even aware of because I just don't allow that person to run around it's sort of like this whole Jekyll and Hyde thing right and I've been talking about this for some time because you know studying neuroscience sometimes I wonder if I wasn't you know, in the last couple of months, if I wasn't experienced a personality split. Sorry, I needed some coffee. If I wasn't experiencing a personality split, because I feel like there's a division in my psyche. Not that I was mentally ill or whatever, but, you know, I understand that trauma can definitely generate different brain cells, right? The whole idea of neuroplasticity is a thing, And that can happen through trauma. When you experience trauma of any kind, physical, sexual, emotional, verbal, whatever, it could be a significant death, right? Something could just happen that is uh, traumatic to you and you kind of bury it. And I think for a long time, I've been that person. Um, And my sister's friend always says to me, like, what is it about yourself that you don't want people to know like just so you know every time you enter a room they know exactly what you're about so I've been trying to really work on that because the thing about being vulnerable with not trying to be vulnerable is that everybody knows that you're vulnerable right people feel different ways to attack you they you end up becoming their personal project because they feel like if they can figure you out or figure out your deep dark secret then they can somehow save you like Captain save right and I was really tired of this um so I like I'm very honest when I do the podcast maybe I don't get into things because I know sometimes I have family and friends who listen to this and I'm like oh they've known me for a thousand years like I don't want to talk about this stuff but I'm at a place 
where I want to talk about this stuff because I feel like this could really help somebody else. I'm not saying that mental illness, you know, is like just develops overnight or whatever. But I feel some of the times when people are going through things in their life that are not necessarily meant you know, mental illness, it could just be like a breakdown of some sort for whatever reasons. I mean, you guys see it all the time. Really healthy, successful people, just the very next day, they have nothing or they have thousands of dollars worth of debt because they just have a break. And I believe that I was on a break or close to getting to the break because I realized at one point that I was going through something And I was talking about things like I wasn't really there. Like I'd be telling about, you know, stuff that has happened to me over my lifespan and that are pretty traumatic. And I would just kind of like be, I'd be a fence, which is not an appropriate way because you have to feel things to move through anything. You have to feel it. Unfortunately for me, I have spent a majority of my life not feeling anything and not moving through things, just packing them in my suitcase that kind of sort of exploded. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm of the mindset of if I don't have anything positive to share with my podcast, I'm not going to share anything. Y'all just won't hear from me because there's just too much drama in my life and I don't want other people to feel any kind of way. However, in saying that it's come to my attention that people do feel some kind of way er, Regardless, and sometimes, you know, to know that there's somebody else out there who has gone through something similar or in the same position, you know, makes a difference. Um, I think one huge inflection point for me that happened this year was working with someone um, who was a sex traffic victim. And her personality was so happy and bubbly, irrespective of all the things that she had gone through. And... I couldn't help but wonder how my life went opposite than that. Not that I, I mean, my childhood was super chaotic. I mean, it was extremely abusive, Um, especially when it was violent and verbal. I mean, it was not a happy place. Um, And from when I was really young, like, you know, they would say, like, don't talk about your home life or whatever. And it's like, okay, sure, whatever. And in growing up to be not talking about my home life, I've become extremely private. And one of the reasons is because when I was, uh, I was probably like 16 or 17, I had a friend who, I never invited people to my house um, because my parents always fought. So I never invited people over here. I just didn't think it was a good idea. I think from a very young age, I was very self-conscious about my home life environment and that it's not normal for one's parents to argue like this all the time when I was young I mean they would argue so bad at like 11 o'clock at night my mom would take me on the bus to go stay at my grandmother's house until I was about 10 or 11 then she would give me the choice and there was neither here nor there um which doesn't make me different I think from a lot of people but that being said I think everybody handles trauma in a different way what's traumatic to me may not be traumatic to you um and what's traumatic to you isn't traumatic to me right um like for example i was telling the story of 
when I was about 15, I was coming up the street and I was mugged. I did go to the hospital. Um, it is what it is. I think he stole my iPod or something. I think it was just an iPod. And um, I still came up the same street every day. Like, it didn't really affect me. Now, another person would get mugged and they would be unable to leave their home. They would be unable to open their door. They would feel like their safety is always under attack. Um, so again, what's traumatic to somebody else is not traumatic to another person. Um, so regardless of saying that, um, I grew up in a very uh, dysfunctional household. And when I was 16 or 17, I had a friend, she was my best friend. Um, and I used to invite her to my house because I used to go over to her house. Um, so she would come over and one day my parents had this huge, usually they wouldn't argue in front of other people, but I don't know what it was, this one day. And like my mom was just like yelling, it was like this whole thing. And I was so embarrassed and my friend was like, oh, it's okay. Like people argue, it's not a big deal, right? And I felt so relieved that she wasn't judging me, but she was. Because years later, when we got into a fight, she said to me, after all, look at how you were raised. Look at the home that you came out of. So I don't trust anybody because when people say, oh, it's blah, 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 it's not on you and whatever, just wait till they get mad at you. Then they're quick to switch up and say that you're trash and whatever because of your home life. And I have come to know that the trigger for me in anything in my life is anytime that somebody comes from my family I just cannot even see past that which I'll do another podcast talking about that because it's really important but at this time I just want to continue what I'm saying because I think it might be able to help somebody um so she did say that to me and you know I was talking to this guy and one day he made reference to how I was raised and let's just say that I could have honestly have gone to jail because I, there's just there's like there's that trigger button for me and I and I'm a person that I really try to know my triggers because I just stay away from things. I know that I have a very bad temper. I know that I'm the kind of person who will lose it super quick. I've had my temper on under wraps for a long time, but recently I think because I'm just at a pressure point in life been rolling up like she just it's just like a different person takes hold right and again I am not saying that I have like a split personality or something I just think that trauma has a way of working things out so I I do believe that we all have a protective side to ourselves that kind of has to protect our innocence because for so long it's been violated by family friends whoever and boundaries or something. Y'all know I did the podcast about boundaries. Boundaries is something that I believe uh, people will violate left, right, and sideways. And usually it comes from your family. And for me recently, as I've been reflecting on my relationships with my family members, and I've really been thinking about it. So basically I have put this in my my review period of who am I, what am I about, do these people's opinions of me really matter? Like, I don't really think so anymore. Uh, you know, the career goals, the things that I wanted, was it for me or for somebody else? Was I seeking approval from other people? Was I wanting, like, what, what was my end goal? And recently, 
I've come to discover that 99% of the things I've done is because these were dreams and goals of others and not necessarily mine. You know, and it's extremely painful when you think about how much of your life you have lived living for other people, never really for yourself, which there's something, I, I, I want to say that my temper was rebirthed after this thing that happened with my blood and, you know, bleeding out. It just, I, I think that I have, in that span of days that had occurred, I think something inside of me just transitioned. Because the truth is, I think, uh, in terms of body, I was totally willing to let go. But in terms of my actual soul, I don't think my soul was ready. For whatever it's worth, I, st I think I still have a lot of work to do on this earth. And because of that, it wasn't time for me to go. Um... Now, I'm not a superly spiritual person, but I do know that we all have a life cycle. I don't think at that particular moment, mine was ready to go because physically my body, you know, like they said, <clears throat> at how low my blood count had fallen, at that point, I should have gone into shock or I could have gone into shock at any moment. And I was walking around just fine. And I just think that while I was in the hospital and I had obviously extra time to think about my life and the things that have happened, I have decided to live it a different way. But, you know, like through any transition, it comes with a lot of pitfalls, a lot of valleys, if you will. But an adventure isn't an adventure unless there's a challenge. And I remind myself of that every time because you can't be a better person until you go through the rough patch. You can't elevate until you've gotten down to the bottom. There's no leveling up if you've never been at ground zero. So these are all challenges. Now... On top of those lovely physical challenges that I also have, um, it's been met with a lot of other things that have happened for me. So I started therapy a while ago, talking to my therapist about, you know, you know, my doctor feels like I've been traumatized from having surgery and that I need to talk about these things that are happening to me um and I have like I've I've had the ability to do that but in talking about these things that are happening to me I've also had to you know get down to the deeper problems that I don't think I was necessarily willing to admit like you know basically my self-worth issue is an issue that I've always had I don't think it's ever gone anywhere you know, seeking the approval or wanting somebody to really care, but nobody ever does. And through that work process, I have come to the conclusion that really I have to care about myself because people are individuals, whether they're your parents, whether they're your siblings or friends or whoever, people have to ultimately care about yourself. And it's human to be 
selfish, right? Um, it's, it's just part of the human experience is to care about yourself. And even when we say we care about others, there's still an intent of self in there. Um, because nobody does anything just for the sake of someone else. That's my personal opinion. Because even when we do good things, like whether it's giving up money or we're doing something to help somebody else, in some way there is some sort of get back we get from that. Whether that's a good feeling, whether that's being able to say we did it, whatever. Um, and that's basically why um, I needed to take a bit of a break because I need to know who I am because we don't know right now. Uh, it's really TBD because, well, that's not true. I do know now that I have taken a step back. I feel like doing the podcast, um, you know, it'll get much better because I think I've been going through some different versions of, um, personalities, if you will. Like I've been trying out different things to compensate because, you know, there are some things that happen in life that are really unfortunate. Um, and there's no worse pain than an emotional pain, uh, <laughs> really. Because um, emotional pain can also lead to physical pain. Um, but yes, I will, you know, next podcast, I will definitely talk about more more deeply about what's been going on. Because I think that... It could be helpful. And then, of course, we will get back to our regular programming. And I, as always, appreciate people for listening. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we will chat super soon.